I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good Friday to you all. Yes, it is. Andrew Coppins, Pat Oni with you on a Fish Fry Friday. You know the drill by now. We're going to give you the best and worst of the week featuring The View, Liberty Safe, Ron DeSantis, Steve Dace, and Donald Trump. It is absolutely loaded. So why don't we just get in to some critical thinking? Um, Pat, for those who did not watch yesterday's NFL extravaganza, um, my Detroit Lions, and by my, I mean my pick to make it all the way to the NFC championship game. Are you a Lions fan now? No. No, but they come out of the gate and beat the defending Super Bowl champions on the road. Um, I have a feeling we might be in for a wild week one in the NFL. What about you? I, yeah, I, I, I could totally see it. Um, however, I also think it's a total Lions thing to do to come out and beat the defending champs and also lose like the next five games. Or 16. Yeah. <laughs> But with all that having been said, um, it was a fun start to the NFL season for those who watched last night. Um, And I I will say this. My wife actually sat down and watched an NFL game with me that didn't involve the Green Bay Packers. That was our family quality time. Wings, homemade wings. That's right. Homemade wings, Mm -hmm. football, beverages. I, I ended up watching Pirates with my wife. One of us still has our man card, and the the other, it's been lost a long time ago. Apparently, look, look, man, it, it has nothing to do with a man card here. It's the fact that my wife doesn't typically watch football. Either does mine. Yet, I also don't on. usually watch. I also don't usually watch a football game if it's not my team playing. Oh, usually. the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I mean the. Uh... Baltimore Ravens. Which team this week is it? <laughs> is it the Cleveland Browns this week? Oh, hell no. Hell <laughs> freaking no. No freak. Do not loop me in. Let me in with, with those, those idiots. No freaking way. Especially with Deshaun Watson up there. Hells no. All right, with all of that having been said, we've got a lot to get into. Our best takes of the week, our worst takes of the week. We're going to crown a brand new Richard of the Week as well. And uh, we've got our Friday funny. Do not forget that. Which is, um, for those who are going to only be listening to the podcast, I highly suggest you go to rumble.com backslash critical thinking or or download the Rumble app um, and then go ahead and watch this program because you're going to need to. This is a visual Friday funny, okay? Just going to say that. All right, with that out of the way, uh, do we want our best or worst takes of the week up front? Worst takes? Always worst. Always worst. Always the worst crap out of the way first. Well, then I suggest we go to your state of Utah, Pat, for this worst take of the week. Oh, boy. Oh, yes, from KSL. Uh, which is like a local news place here. Uh, A new lawsuit filed in Utah by a Republican presidential candidate attempts to bar Donald Trump from appearing on the 2024 presidential ballot, arguing the 14th Amendment disqualifies him from office. Um, What? What state is Utah again? 
Utah. Is it a red or blue state? Generally red, but I would suggest um, Mitt Romney, um, Mr. Cox. Um, it's not as red as, or at least Trumpian red, as you might believe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, it, which it's not. It, um, it never has been, to be fair. True. True. I mean, but it also has given us Mike Lee. Uh, so there's that. It has. So there's some hope for the Constitution in Utah. But um, yeah, what well, kind of a what what pray tell a, a a Republican? Yeah. Who whom? Is it uh, Asa Hutchinson, Mike Pence? Um, that's pulling this crap. Well, let me see if I can find it really quick for you. Is it? Uh, is that Doug Berman? Burnham? Um, it is. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, it's let me guess. It's somebody we've never heard of. Uh, John Anthony Castro. Like I said, who? A Texas tax attorney who is running for the 2024 Republican nomination. Oh, so much like Larry Elder, um, not allowed on the debate stage. So irrelevant. Yeah, that's why, by the way, that's why I had to look it up because I can't remember the guy's name. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's a nobody. This is happening on the Republicans. Now, I will say this, Pat. What have we argued or at least I have argued. I don't want to put words in your mouth. But mm-hmm. what have I argued for the better part of four to five months at this point in time? What's the plan? Yeah. You're Donald Trump and you are under lawfare, right? Like you are literally lawsuit heavy to the point in which your political action committees are having to dump all the money they possibly can into your own coffers so that you could possibly continue to run as a political candidate. Now, I've also argued what is the plan from Team GOP. One of said plans would be what? To get Trump disqualified. That's a plan. I wouldn't suggest that's a smart plan necessarily. I would suggest it is a plan. Because the other argument is that what if the other side is doing this to you? Should it be something in which, okay, you know what? I'm out, right? I'm not doing this. We're going to, we're going to coalesce, but the ego of Donald Trump won't allow that. So on the one hand, could I see this as a politically smart team GOP move? Yes, actually I could. I don't believe it to be, but I could see it being mm-hmm. a strategy to play mm-hmm. itself out. At least it's a strategy, right? Right, right, yeah. What else What else we got, Team GOP, for dealing with the fact that blue states are going to do this on the general election side of things, let alone on primary voting in said blue states? They, they, they forget about that portion, right? That's the dangerous portion. What if he is disallowed from even being on the ballot for the primary? They're meddling in your election. Um, this is this is Utah, it's a supposedly red state. If this can happen here, folks, because we knew we knew this was going to happen in some blue states already. We 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 we've mm-hmm. talked about it. But if this can happen in Utah, and even be suggested in Utah, mm-hmm. your home red state is is probably next. Yeah, and again, the point of this is what? What the hell is the strategy from Team GOP? And this is is where I think the interesting mix of this is Rona McDaniel, right, owes her own job to Donald Trump's endorsement. Not once, but twice, right? Yes. Because let's be clear, she was not a very favorable candidate until Donald Trump put his thumb on the scale a second time. For her. I will say this, though. The thing that the Team GOP is failing to do is come out and say anything about this. Now, I might suggest that 
amplifying this wouldn't be a great thing. And maybe you swatted away like the fly that is John Anthony Castro. Right? You just swat it away and be done with it. But at the same time, should you not use this as the opportunity to create a thought pattern or talking point for the general public to think about in terms of, hey, this is something that they're going to attempt to do in in blue states. And by the way, even if like for me here in Illinois, right, if I live in 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 Illinois and we come to March or or February, whenever we're going to vote in the primaries. And Donald Trump's not even an option on the ballot for the primary. Has the election interference already begun? Absolutely, it has. Absolutely. So I would actually use this if I'm Team GOP to say, hang on, whoa, 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 whoa. We're not talking about the general election. We're talking about free, fair access to candidates in the primaries. We're not even going to be able to have an open selection process, a fair selection process, because somebody's name isn't going to appear as a viable candidate. Now, I also would say this, state by state, the election laws are election laws, right? And states in every state is different in how they do this. And every municipality can also be different, by the way. But generally speaking, on a statewide primary ballot, there are thresholds that you must meet. And if there's a change to the threshold, everybody must be bound by that standard. And then where do you go if it's, hey, this person is being charged with insurrection? Couldn't they not try to charge uh, Ron DeSantis with insurrection for daring to buck the COVID recommendations of the CDC? Do you see where I'm going with this? And mm-hmm. thus the, the the team GOP needing to get in front of the narrative, the narrative. They need to create the narrative. And that is what? The Democrats are not even just attempting to rig a general election. They are attempting to meddle in partisan elections, wholly partisan elections. They're not even just trying to shove their side to vote one way or the other inside of the GOP in open primary states, right? It's not even that. They are attempting to rig whom can get onto the ballot, period, on a partisan side of things. This is the thing that they need to hammer home, is that the election interference isn't even, it is on such a micro level that they're willing to partake in the other side's partisan election. Because if we, if the Republican Party were to do that, here's what you do. All right, you want to play that game? Every state has to have some sort of a qualification for, um, we're going to demand a competency exam from Joe Biden. Prove that you are mentally capable of performing your duties on a day-to-day basis. And by the way, not from your doctor, not from our doctor. We're going to pick a doctor at random that has no known political affiliation. And away we go. Right? Yeah, they, they, you want to play stupid games? We're going to win some stupid prizes here. Joe Biden, you're yeah. disqualified under the 26th Amendment or the 25th Amendment of the United States of America, right? Make it mutually assured destruction is basically what you're saying. That's the only remedy to this beyond what they're not doing, which is not saying anything and not getting in front of this type of a story. Instead of just playing victim, go on the offense and say, no, we do not accept the Democrats attempting to play in our backyard. We're not doing it to them. Why are they doing it to us? Why are they doing it to us? Right? Well, it's very simple. They do not want uh, us to have the ability to choose our own candidate. Like, this is the most grotesque thing. This is, you don't, you don't even have to play the victim. You play offense and make the Democrats defend why they would think of doing this in the primary. Not in the general, in the primary. 
Well, I mean, can you? But can you, here's the real question: Can you see Ronald McDaniel doing any of this? No, because they're feckless morons, like we talked about on Wednesday's uh, show that aired on Thursday. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, here's here's the thing: here's 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 I would I would even suggest this: Can Donald Trump pick him, or can he pick him? <sighs> Moving on. Speaking of picking him. Um, <laughs> J.D. Vance, one of his hand-picked senators, he went for a vote on unanimous consent on a Senate bill to um, block the ability of the federal government to mandate masking, right? Mm -hmm. And then watch this. Heed the message from the American people and let's learn the lessons of the past couple of years. Mandatory masking was a failure. It had costs for very little benefits and we shouldn't repeat it. Mr. President, as of in legislative session, I ask unanimous consent that the Senate proceed to the immediate consideration of S-2738, the Freedom to Breathe Act, which is at desk. Further, that the bill be considered read a third time and passed, and the motion to reconsider be considered made and laid upon the table with no intervening action or debate. Is there objection? Uh, Reserving the right to object. Senator from Massachusetts. This bill would undermine the ability of states cities and towns across this country to make decisions about what's best for their communities. It would silence and hamstring public health experts who have guided our nation out of the darkest days of a pandemic that has killed 1,139,000 people in our country in three years. Let me repeat that. This disease has killed 1,139,000 people already. And doctors, experts are saying that COVID is coming back. It's on the rise once again. Uh, I just, I can't. I just, I can't with Ed Markey. By the way, Pat, did you also know that uh, if you stepped into Ed Markey's office, you're going to be presented with a massive placard on an easel that tells you face masks are still required in his office to this very day? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's a massive sign, mask required, and then also in Spanish, Espanol. So he, he, he's, he's living the panic porn. Right. is back. Ed, come here. Senator Markey, come here. It never went away. By the way, do you think he uh, sits in his office by himself wearing a mask? Oh, a thousand percent. But he wasn't wearing a mask there. Why? So why? Why? Why, why is he? Because he's talking. But but you when you talk, you release those droplets into the air, and you could be spreading the disease. Yeah. <laughs> the disease of liberalism uh, like also COVID-19 is not a disease it's a virus well okay yeah but he, so he could be spreading COVID that way right. yeah. yeah so especially somebody to the vulnerable population of the elderly like Ed Markey uh, Ed Markey so so my 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 point is this is uh you're you're fighting for mask mandates but you're not even following this stupid thing Take a take a wild guess as to how old Ed Markey is, by the way, and uh, maybe what year say, he was born. I'm going to say he's 75 ish, 77, born in uh, 1946. Yeah, there's just so. This is how old we are as a country, by the way, Pat. Right now, yeah. or how mm-hmm. old I feel right now, because Ed Markey is 77 years old, and he was born. After World War II. Like, I picture people that are that age, and maybe it's because of, like, where my grandfather was when he passed away, right? Uh It's kind of like time just stopped for that generation Uh for me. Uh He's 77, and he was born the year after the armistice in both Europe and Japan. Holy crap. Are we getting old? Um. I mean, we are basically at this point, 
in terms of Congress, mm-hmm. we are running a freaking nursing home rather than an actual Congress. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. I, yeah. I think 75 is a decent cutoff or 70 or competency over 75, right? I, I don't know how you go around it and get around that, but I, I just, America, we have to become more serious, okay? And by, by more serious, I, I don't mean that everybody has to pay attention to politics, but what we have to do as a society is at least pay attention to whom in the hell you're voting for. Hey, these are the minimum stand. Like our bare minimum is scraping the bottom of the barrel, and and it's got to be half full. Is the bottom, the minimum acceptable level? The John that the fact that literally everybody was paying attention to Pennsylvania Senate election, right? And John Fetterman versus Dr. Oz was the best that you in Pennsylvania could come up with. Yeah. Woo. All right. That all having been said, um, we still have a few more uh, to get to on the worst side. In fact, well, we're just going to pair these together because uh, we might as well just call this the worst of the view. Uh, I also struggle with this, Pat. I think from here on out, they're just banned from the show. Okay. And, And here's why. Mm. because I can't, because they're not honest. They're not serious. And they're so full of just out and out rot lies, like just out and out lies that I struggle to amplify anything, but you have to understand what you're up against at times as well. But beyond today, no more of the view on this program. Okay. Okay. Cause I just can't. But age is something we have to address in this country. It is a factor with Joe Biden. There's a Wall Street Journal poll that came out. 73% of Americans are worried that he is too old to be president again. And he is, uh, you know, going to be the Democratic well, nominee. They, but, but, but true, I'm going to interrupt you, but isn't it true that Fox and all those right-wing stations keep showing pictures of him tripping or the way people trip? Yeah, but, 73, is, but 73% of Americans, that's just not Fox Trump News. Trump is 77. That's a lot of Democrats. And he's overweight Demo, and he's in terrible shape. And, he's, years, years, and well. he's only three years younger than Biden. Well, well and I think both is yeah. an issue. The biggest voting block going into this election will be Gen Zers and Millennials, and we, our generation feels underrepresented by two, frankly, people, octogenarians are soon to be running to run the country. Look, I, I, I'm, I've, I've never understood why people focus so much on Joe Biden's age. He is in uh, very good sh- physical shape. Uh, he exercises regularly. He actually uh, eats a vegetable or two on a daily basis. Uh, and, uh, yeah. you know, he is in far How better shape. That? Because I've actually eaten with him. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> But I'm not done with the worst of the view this week. I just have COVID. <laughs> I just have COVID. I'm still testing positive. Apparently, uh, I have to have a clear test before I can come back. So, you know, I can't wait to get back and hang out. But in, until then, it's me and my mask. And I'm sort of confined. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, you know why they're banned from the show? It's not even that they lie to us. It's not even that they gaslight us. It's not even that they are just 
vile, vile people. Has, to me, it's not even just that. It's the, the main part of this is that they're stupid. This is absolute stupidity. Yeah, I, I can't. from Joy Behar and Whoopi Goldberg. I, I can't take, in, in an era in which we need seriousness, this is just so unserious that further amplification, like, it'd be different if I could critically think through their theories, their thought processes, their their words of right. wisdom, if you will, sure. right? But mm-hmm. I can't. They're just so base stupid. Like, it's me and my... What is your... Ma- You've got COVID. What the... F- is your mask going... To- and you're in isolation? What the f- are you wearing your mask for? It was going to say, she's in a room by herself. And then this, this idea, well, he's in great physical shape. No, he's um, not. No, he's not. No, actually, he's not. Well, well, he might work out. No, he does. The reason why he is exercising is because he needs to continue to work on his motor skills. And by the way, your motor skills are part of your physicality. They're also part of your neurology and your brain and uh, the functions of your immune system too, by the way, and your um, endocrine system and your, <laughs> and your autoimmune system, by the way, too. Uh, yeah, it, uh, exercise basically helps you function. It can, but for people that are in the state that he is in, it's not even about that. It's about being able to just use a basic level, your hands, your arms, your feet. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. one of the reasons why, as, as we looked at one, one of my grandfathers who had full blown Parkinson's for almost all of my memorable life, right? Every day, somebody was working him out if he was stiff. Why? Because bringing that muscle memory was important to being able to just base level function, to get him out of that stiff and rigid nature that was going on. That's what's happening to Joe Biden, folks. As you watch this, I am watching, and I think millions, if not tens, if not hundreds of millions of Americans are watching their grandfathers, their grandmothers, their moms, their dads, through the eyes of Joe Biden, watching it happen all over again. It's brutal. Mm-hmm. It's painful. It's cruel. And the and the just the base stupidity to argue that what you see in front of your face is not actually happening is ridiculous. And I can't, in good conscience, let that level. This is a show about critical thinking. There's nothing to critically think through when you give us that. There's nothing. That's just dumb. Dumb, 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 dumb. Oh, you know what, Pat? It is Friday, and, uh, well, duh. We're not supposed to be playing the B or not the B. So, instead, we're going to bring you today's Friday Funny. And this one comes from the world of actual stand-up comedy. And a very timely stand-up comedy act. Again, for those that are listening via podcast, download the Rumble app onto your phone or go to rumble.com backslash critical thinking and watch us because here's today's Friday Funny. (laughs) Sorry, I just wanted to start with my Mitch McConnell impression. <laughs> now, for those of you who still refuse to download the Rumble app or go to rumble.com backslash critical thinking, what you witnessed there was the comedian walking up on stage and then just literally staring blankly into the universe and the camera zooming in on him as he's staring blankly into the universe. And then he snaps out of it five seconds later and you hear the rest of it. Oh, sorry. That was my Mitch McConnell impression. <laughs> Such a great, <laughs> great topical moment. The look too on soon. his face was priceless too. He's like, oh crap. These people don't know where I'm going. <laughs> too, too, too soon. Never too soon to deal with the octogenarians that are quote unquote running this country. Fair, fair. And by the way, it's not about being cruel to the elders or elderly. It's about 
you expect us to believe that you should be in a position of power and 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 then that, that you're in perfect health, perfect mental capacity, perfect ability to handle the rigors of being the minority leader in the Senate or running a committee or telling or handling classified secrets and deciding whether we should be going to war or not. And, and that level of decision-making, while uh, I can't talk and I but, can't function, but, my brain and my body literally just freeze up completely. No, but, nothing but, wrong, nothing wrong, according to, that's just common. But, 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 but Andrew, the other 86,380 seconds of the day, he's Shut just up, fine. Man. We could, we could totally expect somebody of his age. You know what? I know people who are that age who function far better than people in their 50s. I know people oh, yeah, of that age who I, function yeah. far worse than people that are 90 years old. I know 90 years old, you know, that function far better than a Mitch McConnell, than a Joe Biden. I, I It's just stupid. Just stupid. Uh, all right. With that being said, why don't we... Crown a brand new Richard of the Week. Let's do that. All right. The nominees for Richard of the Week this week are... Well, I'm throwing Joseph Marionette Biden there because... Seriously, dude, you walked off during a Medal of Honor ceremony? It wasn't even during, State by the way. Center. By the way, it wasn't even during... This was like the first two minutes. He pins the Medal of Honor on the guy, or not pins it on him, but presents it to him, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't even shake the guy's hand and just walks off the stage. Not not even a photo op goes on there. Yeah. Then you, and in the same vein, you also have uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, the dumbest of dumbest press secretaries in the world. Um, defending Joe Biden and kind of just waving it off with the uh, the rest of the press saying that that was a planned thing. Right, because uh, he was exposed to COVID and uh, he's, oh, wait a second. Bullshit. Well, he he would be exposed. Dr. Joe Biden well, has COVID. Well, yeah, right? no, I, I agree. But, I, I'm but, not but, but, that. but, 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 mm. the but here is they use his age as the excuse. He, he, he's been exposed to COVID, and because of his age, he's in a high-risk category. What? So, so what, what world what is, do you get to use using, his age there? And then, oh, wait, it's a cudgel on one side, but it's yeah. not a cudgel for anybody else to use, and how dare you, you bigot, you elder abuser. Go bleep yourself. Then we also have uh, Senator Ed Markey for the video that we just played earlier. And and because, mask up all the way through. Yeah. By the way, this isn't just a thing that he's done recently. This is mm-hmm. the thing he has done since the beginning of COVID. All the way last year, mm-hmm. 2022, 2023, he's still been doing this. And then finally, we have some random dad. Some random dad? Yeah, apparently this dad uh, had a 10-year-old boy and leads the Arizona Troopers on a chase um, as the uh, father sits in the uh, passenger seat uh, with an open container of alcohol. Say what? Yeah. Yeah. You mean uh, Alvaro Ovando Alvarez? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, His 10 year old son was driving a vehicle and then they went on a high speed chase in the passenger seat being the 49 year old. I would suggest alcoholic, but uh, absolutely schnockered Alvaro Ovando Alvarez. Now, hey, at least he got a designated driver. A 10 year old -old son. So, uh, Andrew, that being said, who's the winner? 
So I'm going to give Joe Biden a little bit of a pass here. Uh, number one, because of his his compromised faculties. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's very clear. Still, my favorite video of this entire week: watching that one uh, photographer just look back and go, "Huh? What? What? What the hell is going on?" And shaking her head. It's still my favorite video this week, but yeah. um, it's got to be this dad. There's nothing more Richard-like than putting your son in danger for your alcoholism. Now, maybe the son was doing the courageous thing and saying, hang on, no, 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 no. But we don't know the details. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. This, 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 is, this is a dad being completely and totally wholly irresponsible. Yep, yep. So you win. You win the dumb card. You win the a-hole father of the year. Okay, that being said, we've got our best takes of the week here to finish off the show. So, where do you want to go, Pat? Because these are all yours. Your three best takes from this week. These were your best takes of the week. I know. I was just seeing yeah. if you were paying attention, Jerk. Pat. Just seeing yeah. if you're actually paying attention. Okay, so um, I'm going to start with somebody who actually made me think a little bit this week. And that's actually Steve Dace. Because he, he presented something that um, kind of helped us go off, if you will, for 40 minutes on Wednesday's program. But I think this is one of the best takes I have ever heard in regards to the state of our country. Not our politics, but our country. He said today, after he put it on Twitter today, after the capitulation on the January 6th footage that it, th these people aren't going to do anything with the, th there's just no point in voting for Republicans. They're just, just what's the point of voting at all Just sit it out. You're not getting anything different. And this is the generational curse, dilemma, challenge, quandary, whatever term you want to use, depending on where you're at now on the nihilism scale. Okay. Um, are you just looking at a black flag? Have you, you know, ironed it? You're, you're getting ready to hoist it. You've hoisted it wide, you know, far and wide, Wh wherever you're at on the, the right-wing nihilistic spectrum, which is growing by the minute. This is our generational curse, dilemma, quandary, mystery, depending on where you're at. If you're raising the black flag, it's curse. You may have a different term if you're somewhere else on that spectrum. And it comes down to this statement, basically. We cannot afford to let Democrats win elections, given how radicalized they are and how determined they are to end our way of life permanently. We cannot afford to let Republicans win elections because of their feckless response to these things. That's it. That's where we are. And, and that's, it got, that's kind of what inspired my thought process on that is, wait a second, how do we deal with that? How do we... Deal, are those the realities that we are dealing with? And if so, where do we go? So I would tune in to Wednesday's WTF Wednesday show that actually aired yesterday um, due to some wonderful technical difficulties and time constraints. Um, so check that show out. You'll get a double dose of the show from yesterday. Um, if you're trying to find it, um, go check it out. But I think it's such a great take. This is the reality that is in front of us. And it was such a great take that we got a chance to discuss it. And I put it in a little bit of a different thought process and, and terminology than, than Steve did. But I think that it's right. Like, either it's time to let them die on the vine, right? And let them, for me let them eat their own poop for a while and, and see where they come out. When it actually starts affecting the Kevin McCarthy's, the Mitch McConnell's, the Rona McDaniel's in the pocketbook, right? Because what we, I, I saw this just this morning. The total wealth of Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi when they got into Congress in today's dollars, okay? Three million. They are combined worth $350 million today. This is 
late Roman Republic stuff. Not Romans 1. Late Roman Republic stuff. Where those who got political positions were enriching themselves at the expense of the people. They were going to war to enrich themselves at the expense of the people. They were continuing conquest at the expense of the people. How do you how do you explain how you go from three to three hundred and fifty million dollars? It's just a coincidence, just astute business acumen. Wait a second, you're a Senate leader and a former speaker of the House. How Oh, you know what it was? Elaine Chow is such a great business conduit to China that uh, they created their own business and enriched the... Wait, no, they didn't. Uh, but Elaine Chow is known to have had some ties to the Chinese. Hmm. And then Paul Pelosi, super, super smart business... Wait a second. Kind of was except for their son has enriched himself and many other people in these murky Eastern European, Middle Eastern, African, Asian countries. Oh. Couldn't, couldn't be any anything nefarious going on there. No, not at all. Not at all. So until you make them feel pain, until you let them eat their own poop, what are you doing? Why, why are you propping them up? What what are we doing here? Because the reality is they're not doing anything to help you. They're not doing anything to do what for you. They're not defending a value system, principles. They don't care about any of it. They care about themselves. That's very clear from Kevin McCarthy because if he cared about the country, he cared about anything worth of value, he wouldn't have allowed 13 votes. He would have stepped down after three or four when it was very clear that this group wasn't going to accept that. And then they might have put up a Byron Donalds, right, who would have been acceptable to both sides. And, oh, by the way, would have been a perfect political cudgel to the other side. Oh, there's two black leaders, the Speaker of the House and Hakeem Jeffries, right? What are you going to do now? Oh, you actually I mean, have would, to deal with the ideas and the policies and the principles over the nihilistic um, racial hierarchy and the race hustle that has been going on from the left for a long time, right? I, I would also suggest that the Republicans that fell for the bait and switch with Kevin McCarthy also suck. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's my point, right? Yeah. They all, the, It's all game to most of them. I would suggest to the Byron Donalds, to the Chip Roys, and to others, they're in it for the principles, Right. Sure. Even for Matt not, Gates yeah. and um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, it's more about the game than it is about the realities of of principle. But all of that notwithstanding, my point in the matter is that this is such a great take because it makes people think about this. Right. If the mm -hmm. Republicans not just don't like you, hate you, whatever you want to say. They are unwilling to fight, not for you, but for the principles if they're unwilling to fight for that, if unwilling to at least give you the guidepost to live the way of life that you would like to live, right? And the other side is hell-bent on destroying that. What's your choice when it comes to the political world? And by the way, the political world matters a lot right now. It does. It, the the 1950s, 60s, 70s version of it doesn't really matter, that's gone. It does because we just witnessed it all during the COVID era. The power of even local government to take your way of life, your livelihood, your life from you vis-a-vis -vis what medications you can and can't ingest or jab yourself with to either make yourself healthier or to make yourself respond to getting sick. That's where we're at. So I thought it was a great take. But we're not done with the uh, great takes. This one comes to us from the Liberty Safe. Again, another thing that we brought up on Wednesday. Oh, boy. This one comes from the quartering. 
Liberty Safe did the best they uh, they could. Spelling error. Uh, Liberty Safe did the best they could have given the circumstances. People are going to choose never to trust them again, and that's fine. One concern. If a company is canceled for a bad thing and they fix it, and we still cancel them, it's going to disincentivize others from change. What say you, Pat? Because first, second of all here, mm-hmm. I think we need to know this. Um, from the Liberty Safe perspective, okay? They did change. They said that we have also revised our policies around cooperation with law enforcement. Going forward, we will require a subpoena that legally compels Liberty Safe to supply access codes, but can only do so if these codes still exist in our system. And they also switched uh, switched on the ability for the individual to stop them from having this code. And, and by the way, I this mean, isn't them having um, the actual combination, right? Mm-hmm. Because the combination would come with the safe, but this is them having a backdoor code that you didn't know existed. And that was the real big problem is that suddenly they had the ability to do something to your safe that you didn't know. Right. I mean, I I think, I think what happened with Liberty safe for the last few days and them changing their policy. I mean, that's likely an example of people getting pissed off and voting with their dollars. Right, because uh, ultimately, um, what was going to happen with Liberty Safe? How many orders were canceled? How many Liberty Safes right, no longer? Right. What was their chance of going bankrupt? And then, of course, you got the people like Charlie Kirk. Oh my God, the uh, the founder uh, or the CEO of the current Liberty Safe um, is the like one of the partners of the Montgomery Fund who owns Liberty Safe now. By the way, Liberty Safe sold in twenty twenty one. Oh, gee, how many companies did that, right? Financial mm-hmm. implications. But uh, right. you don't, the, the companies donated $400,000 um, to all the leftist causes out there, like Raphael Warnock and you name the leftist that was running for anything, they've donated right. money to. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, I, I, I can see where this guy's going with it and saying, like, what, like, People are going to make mistakes. They're going to do things the wrong way, but then, you know, they correct themselves when, you know, their, their consumer base speaks up. So I can, I can see what he's saying. Um, and I think honestly, for me, it's going to depend on what did they do? What was the severity of it? And what are they going to do to remedy it? Before? Well, the severity of it is that they were complying with warrants, but right for allegedly generalized warrants. Mm-hmm. And doing so not at not at the knowledge of the consumer. That's the mm-hmm. problem. Okay, the problem right. was they did it without the knowledge of the consumer for them to have the ability not to gain right. access, not to crack the safe, not to do anything, but that they could just simply give them backdoor access. And again, the remedy has been what? Now the consumer has the control to that access to right. say to Liberty Safe, I don't want you to give that access. Right. And by the way, I'm going to have to rekey it myself, which is what they would tell their own consumers, by the way. Go get a locksmith. Right. That's what they basically told you to screw you. Go get a locksmith when they had the access code the entire damn time. And now they're saying, also, we're not we're not going to comply with just a generalized warrant for search and seizure on on your house. It has to be a subpoena directly accessing the safe itself, not just a generalized warrant of property search. I mean, for me, I'm probably still never going to buy a Liberty safe. I I don't know how I would trust them after that. Right. And that's, Um, but that's Jeremy's point. That's the quartering's point is that you have a right to be critical of them. You have a right to not trust them. But at the end of the day, if you are continuing to boycott this company, right? Mm Mm-hmm. If you continue down this road of pestering this company over and over and over again, what is the incentive? What is the point of a boycott? The point of a boycott, the point of activism, the point of these things is to do what? Present change. And at the end of the day, did Liberty Safe change or not? 
Well, we don't know long term that that's the case. They have said that they're reversing their policy. They have said that they got caught with their pants down and they're doing something about it. Isn't that what you want? Isn't that what yes. you demand of them? How dare you do this? Change the policy and I'm not buying another product of yours until I can trust that this policy goes long term. That's exactly what you wanted. You got it. Now what? It's a different story if you say I don't trust it and I'm not buying the product. That's fine. That is fine. But what what is the point of all of this? What is the point of the Disney boycott, right? What is the point of right. the Bud Light boycott? It's for them, the companies, to change behavior, to change marketing, to change what, however they're doing business, right? And then verifying that long-term this is real and not just some short-term ability to uh, steady and right the financial ship. And this is the point with the Disney boycott too because we continue to see them going down this road. Also, great example of this, Libs of TikTok yesterday, Pat. They came out letting people know that today was supposed to be this big event in Highland Park, Illinois, which is a... North Shore lakefront suburb, um, also where a really bad shooting happened um, at a parade, okay, uh, about a year and a half, well, two years ago now, um, and it killed multiple people, kids were involved, and it was just awful. It was, a, it was just terrible, okay? They were doing a poverty, like, cosplay, and by the way, this is the richest of the richy rich rich that live in Highland Park. Like we're talking like if you get to Highland Park, if you get to Lake Forest, Illinois, if you get to some that kind of area, you got some cash, okay? This isn't like I'm working a $100,000 a year job, okay? This is I'm working like a half a mil a year job or or we're earning half a mil as a family type scenario, okay? Mm-hmm. You don't just get there and, and, and be able to live in Highland Park on $100,000 a year. It just doesn't happen. What happened? Libs of TikTok got a hold of it, and it, it was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. It was basically cosplaying poverty at a country club, okay? And you have to learn what it's like to be poverty-stricken. The poor's if you will. Magically, as soon as um, other communities in and around there and people inside Highland Park and inside Chicago and the South side and the West side got a hold of this information, F you, you absolute elitist pricks. And, and magically that event no longer exists. Mm. Hmm. What a strange coincidence. Again, would you continue to boycott Highland Park if they change? Isn't that the point of leftist activism to change? That's my point all the way around. All right, we got one more to go on today's uh, program here, and it involves a candidate. That's right, a candidate for president of the United States and his how he would handle or would have handled the realities of the truth trademark, the science registered trademark, our Lord Savior President, Dr. Anthony Fauci. This morning, President Trump was on Hugh Hewitt's radio show and uh, Hugh asked him about firing Fauci and Trump's exact quote was, you're not allowed to fire him. I suspect you probably have a, a different take on what you can do with these civil servants like Fauci. Sure. Well, first of all, it's important to point out for a long time, that was not his excuse. His excuse had been that if you fired Fauci, both the Democrats and the media would have pitched a fit, which, of course, is 100 percent true. Uh, but that's the price of leadership. you got to stand up and do what's right. Um, clearly, he could have been fired from the White House task force. There was no obligation to run him out at press conference after press conference, have him doing media interviews. You know, during the, the height of kind of the COVID stuff in 2020, Fauci would do local hits in Florida media attacking me uh, for having schools open and some of these other stuff. So there was no obligation to do that. I think you could have also fired him uh, from NIH because 
he had basically uh, committed uh, misconduct with the gain of function. Uh, you also had him uh, saying that it was naturally occurring when they knew it was a lab leak. All that stuff has come out now. Uh, so I think, yes, you fire him. And here's the thing, Dave. If it's the right thing to do, you do it. If they sue you, they sue you. But you had the basis to do that, and you should have done it, and the country would have been better off had he done it. That, folks, is how you present leadership, championing not a political policy, but just leadership. Just And just simply doing the right thing. Yes. This isn't a whataboutism, Monday morning, Monday morning quarterbacking things, and, well, we know if we only knew now or knew then what we know now. No. This is Anthony Fauci pushed one thing about the origins of COVID-19 while much of the evidence was suggesting something completely different to the American people. That's a fraud. Suggesting that gain-of-function isn't what has always been defined as, and that, that we weren't engaged in that, and how, how dare you? Uh, we, 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 we were. And many people suggest that we are, even inside of our own country, doing it at places like the University of Wisconsin at Madison and all, elsewhere. I, I, here's a great... Here's why I look at DeSantis as the best alternative or the best thing that the GOP could do in the 2024 election. This isn't endorsing a candidate. This is, here's the reality of the playing field in front of us. Do you want that or a candidate in which 48 to 50% will never, ever, and I mean ever, vote for them? Or do you want somebody that could pick off three, four percent of that 48 because of leadership, because hang on a second, I don't agree with the masking policies and the BS and, and putting my child in a school uh, because, you know, here we've got the left going COVID crazy again. The leadership of Ron DeSantis in this moment would be important. Let's put that center stage. And notice how he's not going crazy and um, speaking loudly. It's just measured competency. Put that on the stage next to Joe Biden, who wouldn't know what he was talking about if you put him on stage and had to talk for five minutes at a time. Let's balance those out. And then you've got a candidate who... 48, right now, today, the latest polling, 48% of America uh, on both, everybody, in the totality of the likely to vote, 48% of them would never vote for Donald Trump. 48%. Now, the numbers are almost the same. For whom? Joe Biden. So which which candidate actually gets a, yeah, I would be open to voting for that. It's a Ron DeSantis. We're talking about winning here. Winning matters. It really matters right now. Because without it, without that win, the way of life will die. It will in our generation. It will. We've got one shot left in my view. One shot, one opportunity. With that, Pat, your final thoughts. Okay. Oh, Pat. I'm 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 sorry. Uh, uh, don't get lost. Remember who you are, and uh, no, no means no. Just can't repeat the joke. You can't repeat the joke. Why not? Because it was too fresh. Too soon to repeat the no, joke, Pat. Too soon. No, no, I don't. I don't Please I don't be smart. So. Please be safe. Please be kind. Make sure you eat all of your meals today and all weekend long. Go, Pat, go. F the Bears. As always, Matthew 547. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.